Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Natural Co-Creators show with Jennifer Lynch. And it's been a while since I've done a radio show, but it's going to be absolutely fantastic tonight because I have a fabulous guest, Esther Austin from Esther Austin Global. Esther is a former corporate professional and health worker turned entrepreneur. Um, Esther is a very gifted woman who has managed to spin her talents into a successful business and she is marvellous at inspiring other people, fabulous at inspiring others. Um, Her passion is health and well-being and recently Esther's talents and skills have turned to the fashion world into fashion designs along with catwalk appearances in London and she's also a personal immigrant and she's well known in UK, USA and Barbados. So good evening (laughs) Esther, how are you? Hello Jenny, I am well, busy, well, well busy. (laughs) Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous and so I'm gonna just put the ball in your court completely Esther and ask you, you know, about the fashion business and about your fashion designs and how you got into this line of work. Okay, thank you, Jenny. Thank you for the opportunity to um, be interviewed on your show. Um, I guess for me, I sort of fell into the, the fashion line, the fashion industry, so to speak, for years, since I was 16, I've always had my own eclectic way of dressing. I'd put things on and I'd have them back to front, inside out, and I'd put a baseball cap on or I'd put my father's hat on because I was always caught going into my father's wardrobe, trying on his jumpers. I loved, the thing is, I love men's clothes because they. I always felt that men's clothes, firstly, they were better quality. This is from my perspective. And also, you know, there was so much that you could do with men's clothes. And so I used to put things together in, in my own way. And throughout my life, I, I literally get stopped all the time for how I dress. And it could be simply a tracksuit that I'm wearing and, and I'd get stopped. And so about three years ago, I was talking to someone and she goes, you're going to set up to do your own fashion line. Um, because it's not just a fashion line, Jenny. It's more about empowering people in terms of how they see themselves. So the fashion range is called Funky Butterfly. It was originally called Butterfly because a lot of people see me as being a butterfly. You know, I've done a lot of work on myself and I continue to do a lot of personal development work on myself because I want to set myself free and I want to I want to live and enjoy life as much as possible. I don't just want to exist. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of that takes time of understanding self and understanding how we manifest things and the more that we shed and get rid of stuff is the more that the universe opens up doors for us. And so the range is called Funky Butterfly because as well as being a butterfly and my wings are really starting to expand now, um, I've also got a funky side to me. And so Funky Butterfly represents the woman who does not conform. Funky Butterfly represents the woman who wants to step into her wariness. Funky Butterfly represents the woman who's looking to discover her unique signature style. And so I was last two years ago I started to design some stuff and I went to Barbados I was in Barbados last year and I got some of this stuff made up but it went a lot of it went wrong because they just didn't understand my concept. And then I had the opportunity again this year to go back to Barbados and 
all of a sudden it felt right. I found someone that I trusted to make up the items how I wanted them. She was very good at what she did. And I came back to London and with with my first range. And um, while I was in Barbados, I discovered that there was going to be the African Fashion Week. And for me, sometimes it's not always, you don't always need money for stuff. You know, if you know how to manifest things, and it could be simply as asking someone, you know, putting it out there. So I put out there that I need someone to purchase a store for me. And this person showed up. She purchased a store for me in London. And I showcased my first range. And it was really amazing, Jenny, because I didn't get to go on the catwalk, but I exhibited. And what really came out of that because I was so so tired on the day Jenny because I'd not long come back from Barbados and then I had to get this range ready and everything around it get my banners ready I was so so tired on the day I could barely speak but what was really nice what what gave me that impetus to keep going and to know that I'd made the right decision was for everyone that came to my store they said your stuff is different for everyone that came to my store, they, they got the vision for it. They said, you know, your stuff, it, it seems to imbue freedom and individuality. And everyone said, you know, why were you not on the catwalk? And I'm like, wow. Um, yeah, wow. Um, I, I've, I've sort of done it for this moment in time. And then things started to just really open up after that. Mm, that's fabulous. And people obviously liked your designs. They liked your unique expression. And tell us a little bit about your granddaughter being involved with this, isn't she? Ah, oh, yes, my granddaughter, Mia Bella. You ask her who she is. My name is, my name is Mia Bella or Mia Austin. <laughs> she, it's interesting because a lot of people say that she's my, um, she's like a little mini me. Um <laughs> And it's really interesting because I actually last week recognized who I am by watching her and her energy, if that makes sense. Um, She's a free spirit. She's a very confident spirit. She loves to dance. And I thought, wouldn't it be nice to to do like a glamour and and toddler range? Um, And so I got two pieces made up and, you know, we did the catwalk, so to speak, together. And she just enjoyed herself. And and for me, I, I really want to develop the range for the toddlers. And it, and it will be for the toddler who's really confident in themselves. You know, for the toddler who just wants to, for the parent who wants to dress their children differently. Um, for the toddler who's, you know, really about expressing and exploring. And thank you for all those who said that they're listening in. Thank you. <laughs> Mm, yes, thank you to people that are listening. I mean, this is really great because children are naturally entertaining and they're very confident, aren't they? A lot of children yeah. are naturally confident when they're very young anyway. Um, yes. And, you know, it, it, will, it will be fantastic, you know, for people to see young children wearing something different rather than the usual sort of pink pink range i call it you know? yeah pink yeah, range. yeah 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 <laughs> blinding pink yeah well actually yeah. it's interesting you say that jenny because last year i've never been into pink because you know i've got two big men now but mm. i went and bought myself two pink coats last year i bought pink gloves and yes the day before i bought pink socks long pink sexy socks can you imagine <laughs> and i've got a pair of canvas pink dr martins i'm like really <laughs> <laughs> you <imagine laughs> pink is the pink is um obviously the color for adults and then we get different colors for children coming in which would be really fabulous wouldn't it so where yeah. um tell us a little bit about where you're going with this about your personal image consultancy how how would somebody approach you to say for instance change their image Okay, well, I've set up a page online, and there's a questionnaire that people can fill in with all the relevant details. And then they'd have a um, consultation, I think it's a half an hour complimentary consultation with me, where we just sit down and go through what the client requires. And then after that, 
once the form is filled in with, with what they want, then I'd go away, take all that information and design something according to that person's character, their requirements, because it's just more, it's, for me, this, this is more than just designing something to put on someone's body. This is about someone's character. This is about someone's um, personality and how do we put all that and create an outfit that really represents that. But also, more so, it's about creating something that's unique to that person. Um, And so, yes, someone would go onto the website or they would call me and then that's the process that we will do. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's absolutely fabulous. I'm just turning off this this annoying chat that's come up, and I apologise for this. I'm just muting. I'm muting chats now because you know you, you say to yourself, your no, no one's going <laughs> to do it, and then they do, don't they? So it's quite interesting that as well. So you never leave um, yourself to the hands of fate there. So interesting. And then Barbados, what what sort of what's the fashion industry like in Barbados as a whole? From what perspective? From the perspective of a designer going into Barbados to create and looking for manufacturers and distributors and all that sort of thing, or yeah. from the perspective compared of with the UK. Yeah. I mean, you know, compared with the UK because obviously it's, it's obviously the weather's a lot better there. So. Would you say that people are more um, for this sort of adventurous fashion and colours than they are, say, in, you know, in the UK? Okay, well, what I would say is more so I feel people are more into the colours in Barbados, but from my perspective, and don't shoot me, guys, don't shoot me, but from my perspective, there's a real inquiry. I'm being a little polite here. There's There's more of an inquiry now in terms of, how can we dress a little bit more expressive and expansive? Mm-hmm. Um, because when I was there, when I was there, like I said, I get stopped all the time for the crazy stuff I wear, um, like the harem pants or the types of dresses, you know, the, with the asymmetrical look. And mm-hmm. the, the one thing that came out of that visit there was, okay, we like your style and we need more of this, you know, we need more creativity in, in how we dress. And so I feel that's what I would be bringing to Barbados because they've already got colour in their life. They've got colour in their lifestyle. They've got the music in their lifestyle. So for me, I'll be bringing those two together, the colour and the creativity and offering something that's, that's about making music, isn't it? It's really, mm-hmm. you know, for me, life really is about making music and everything that you do. Because as you know, Jennifer, I love to dance. And so yeah. everything, that I, everything that I do is an expression of myself and so I, I, I can only answer your question up to that point because I'm still learning because I've mm. sort of thrown myself into into this industry and I, I learn pretty fast because I'm very driven and very dedicated to what I do and so the more that I learn is that from a UK perspective I feel they are just as open to creativity and the, the craziness that sometimes that I can bring to people's lives, but also they will be open to having more colour in their lives. So there's that sort of juxtaposition. Is that a word? Juxtaposition? Juxtaposition? Yeah, yeah. We're creating words here, Esther. I mean, that's a good thing that's to right. do, isn't it? It's another it's another Esther red juxtaposition and and I'm not even sure if it means if it has if it's the right meaning within that context, but it sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, um, so, so basically in Barbados um, what I feel I'm bringing I'm bringing creativity and a different way of doing things um, but they've got the colour there and over here I, they've got the um, the expansive way of dressing but you know I'm infusing more colour so like in the winter in the UK everybody's in greys and greens and blues and then I sort of rock up in bright yellow Dr. Martins with my pink coat and I'm like you know this is me. That's fabulous, isn't it? Now, Esther, I want to ask you about your magazine um, because recently you've taken on um, doing a magazine. You're a freelance journalist. Magazine, I think, has been very successful so far. Um, would you like to talk a little bit about that? Tell us every everybody about this. You know where the magazine's going, how we can get hold of it. 
Okay. Well, with the magazine, you know, sometimes, I, I guess I'll just have to just give a little bit of background, if I may, Jenny. I've got a little bit more yeah, time this evening as well, because I've pushed past another appointment. But with the magazine, with anything I do, it's I've been working on building my business for the past 10, 11 years. And, you know, sometimes you try one avenue, it doesn't really open up. You try another avenue, it doesn't really open up. And then all of a sudden, it goes bam. And yeah. so... The, the fashion is the one that steps forward um, the early part of this year for me. And then, the, the, and then the, the media stuff started to really open up. I'm like, whoa, okay, let's go with this. Um, but, you know, baseline, I am a healer. So everything that I do is about transforming and empowering and inspiring into people's lives. And so the mm-hmm. magazine was suggested to me at the beginning of this year in terms of bringing it together, everything that I do, but also my passion is to, to give people a platform to step on. Because, you know, in this, in this game, in life, oftentimes, you know, they, everything, people are really sort of cliquey. This is mine. This is mine. You know, they don't create platforms for, for others. And, and for me, I don't mind creating a platform for others because I, I'm, I know where I'm going and nothing can take me off my platform. And so for me to hold out my hand to someone else um, is... is is, is you know there's no problem there and I, but I always say as long as people are coming with the right intention because if people aren't coming with the right intention um, such as jealousy and envy and competition then you know there's no way that anybody's coming on my platform and I'm quite clear mm-hmm. about that so the magazine very much is it's called Turning Point and it's wow. people between between the ages of 45 and 65 who've come to a crossroads in their life um, so sorry Turning Point your lifestyle, your well-being. And it's the people who are saying to themselves, you know, who am I? Where am I going? What do I want to do with my life now? And I, I really want to focus on, you know, well-being from a, a mental, from a spiritual and from a physical perspective. And also, you know, in terms of our emotions and our relationships. And I launched the pilot. I launched the pilot copy of it in August. It was, I'd say I was up literally all night trying to get this done because someone was putting it together for me. And I'm like, dude, you need to just stop, you know, stop making all these mistakes on my magazine because I want it done by <laughs> 7 o'clock that morning. Mm. And, sure. and I did it. I was up all night, all day. But it was worth it. You know, that's what it takes. And so yeah. that's a pilot. So the first proper copy will be coming out in December and just today I've managed to secure someone who's going to be one of the who's going to headline the the, the front cover um, and I'm just so looking forward to like yeah I got this person but more so the magazine really is to it's a supportive vehicle for people who just want want information that's going to help them through their stuckness it's mm. going to, I mean, there's loads of other magazines out there doing some amazing things, but I would hope that for mine, it will attract the people who need it. And even mm. if it's just one person's life that it touches, it, was, it touches that life. And it's an online magazine at this moment in time. And um, this one is, you know, it's going to be on subscription, but there's going to be some amazing, there's going to be lots of amazing information in there. And I would say that because I've got to be biased in it. <laughs> yes, well, I think it was amazing. I saw the pilot copy, and I, I think it was And um, so, will any of your fashions be, you know, in in the magazine? Do you think that you'll have, um, you know, links to all your your current um, projects in the magazine? I, I will do. I will do. I will have links to the um, fashion. <laughs> I will also have links to some of the amazing interviews I've been doing with some old school artists. Um, and there's lots of other things that I've been silently beavering away at in the background um, that I will make mention. But also I'll be profiling some really amazing people who are doing, I've got to find another word for amazing, Jenny, you know, maybe awesome. <laughs> I keep saying awesome. amazing, maybe awesome. No, no, no. Awesome remind- <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome is too American. That that word yeah. just does my head in. Oh, awesome. But anyway, um, so <laughs> I will be profiling some incredible people into the what they're doing and just also pr- helping to 
helping to promote others who I've been watching for a while and, and you know, it's like they just, just need a bit of exposure. Mm. And yeah, there's, there's, so there's, I think it's going to be an interesting take. I'm not going to do a lot about New Year's resolutions because everybody's going to be doing that. And as you know, I, I, I try not to do what's normally done. You know, I've, the, the magazine's going to come from a slightly different angle, but it's still encouraging individuals. What support do you need and how can you really step into your, just step into your, your greatness so that you can start to live and not exist? Yeah, and also aimed at this age group, it's very important, isn't it? Because there has been a lot of, I call it bad press, about the 45-plus age group. I was told Mm. that um, you wouldn't be interested in me because I was, (laughs) when I was 50... Um, you the know, what they, wouldn't be interested. The what wouldn't be interested. They wouldn't in be interested in. They wouldn't be interested in. Um, you know, me being in certain magazines because I was I was considered too old at fifty um, to be featured, and so they sort of mm. got this. A lot of magazines have got this cut off at forty five, which I feel in a way is disgraceful. Because 45, you know, now 50 is the new 30, and it's definitely true. 40 is, you know, the new 20. People are a lot younger now. And I feel that, you know, we need things out there to cater for that. Um, the younger, the younger 40 plus, really, don't we? Mm. When you say the younger 40 plus, you're, you're talking more in terms of their, their outlook on life. Oh, you know, outlook. when you get to. Yeah. Yeah, and how they live life, you know. Yeah, the fact that there's so many social opportunities and things for them now that didn't used to be around, where people used to stay in and knit booties, and now they're out dancing, having fun, taking part in Pilates classes, you know, um, generally socialising, street dancing. Yes, tell us about your street dancing. That'd be fabulous. (laughs) I thought I'd throw that in. I mean, I went last night and because um, there's something that I'm working on. I went to a class, but there's something I'm working on in the background as well. But for me, dance is dance is the expression of my soul. Dance is my creative, um, part of my creativity and my creative being. Dance is something that just opens me up to a deeper side of me. And, you know, sometimes when I'm dancing and the music's really kicking in because I, as you know, I'm very passionate and I feel things deeply. And sometimes when I dance, I don't know if I should cartwheel. I don't know if I should, if I should um, sprint. I don't know if I should twirl because the music is so deep in my soul. And what street dance does for me, because I have an incredibly intense schedule. Um, yes, it's been, the schedule is set by myself. But, you know, however, I still have a very intense schedule. And what street dancing does for me, or any sort of dancing, it releases and I can become the child again. And I can, and my body can move. Because, you know, even sometimes in the mornings before I get up, I put on my music and I'm twitching in bed. You'd think I've got a nervous twitch. <laughs> um, but it's just because I want to dance. I just want to dance all the time. And yeah. And that, and that is something that I know as a person and for my energy, I have mm. to do it to release me. Because, you know, I have this high, this amazingly high, um, would you say vibrational energy, if you want to say that? Yeah. And yeah. so exercise helps me to release that or else I start twitching. And when I start twitching, then I get, I can get a little miserable, you know, um, mm-hmm. or, or restless. But yeah. yeah, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying street dance and I'm working with the tutor on doing, um, I'm, I'm hopefully next year I'll be doing a performance around X, Y, Z. And so we're working on some moves at the moment. So we started last night and it's like, oh my God, I can actually get my foot around this. I can actually twirl like this. This is amazing. So <laughs> for me, I just want to try everything, Jenny, you know, mm. and that's just me. No, you know, nobody needs to be like me, but I want to try everything because I can. Yeah. Because we can, because we've got these opportunities now. I mean, we might be seeing a music video coming out with you soon, <laughs> or a dance video, which would be which would be absolutely amazing. More 
more to come, I feel, from you, Esther. Although there's so much going on here, it's actually mind-boggling. <laughs> no, what I want to I'm, do. To, I'm, keeping it, I'm keeping it streamlined because as you <laughs> talked about the music video, I saw my two sons, one of my sons on each side because they're about six foot, and they got dark glasses, and then me and my mini-me, Mia, and we're both doing a bit of a rap, a rap thing. <laughs> It would be absolutely <laughs> awesome, that word. It would be so awesome. Okay, we, and, now... And, 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 sorry on. to cut in. And very briefly, yesterday oh. I did a little mini rap thing with my granddaughter, actually, um, because she mentioned dinosaur. And so I did a little poem, and then I was moving a bit oh, like wow. a rap artist, whatever that means. And then she, <laughs> she kept going, and Nana, and Nana, and Mia, and Mia, and Nana. And we, we did this rap thing on the streets, and it was just so, so wicked. Well, not because uh, it was good. Cool, cool. natural rapper. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, so I want to ask you, um, if you, you know, if you don't mind, explain me a little bit about your mm-hmm. horse whispering. That's amazing, horse whispering as well. And your like of animals, because you are a real animal person, aren't you, Esther? You connect with animals. I am. And, and you're trained um, as... An animal, please say it again. <laughs> communication. Yeah. The thing that's is, I know it, it animal sounds a lot. Communication practitioner. practitioner. That's right. That's it. Um, I know it sounds like I do a lot, people, and I just want to say at this moment in time, what I've done, my focus at the moment is on the fashion and yeah. the media. Um, yeah. The other things that I do will come into play later down, and it's interesting. Oh. An opportunity has just sort of surfaced today for me to to do something around animal communication and horses and the media. But but I've got to keep things tight so that I can get yeah. so that I can launch what I'm doing first, and then yeah. once that kicks in, then everything else kicks in. But you know, if it was me, and I've got a couple of people around me that rein my tail in because I yeah. can go off on a tangent on occasions, but I've mm. really been quite disciplined recently to say, okay, it's just a fashion and it's just the media. However, yeah. with the animal communication, I have this amazing, amazing synergy with horses. Um, I have an amazing synergy with cats and dogs, but, but with horses, it's on a totally different level. There's this, mm. I swim with horses when I go to Barbados. I swim with them. Um, and it's interesting because when I went the last time, I was made more aware of my, I would say of my vulnerability because these animals are huge and, you know, they feel and they sense everything about you. And I must say, when I got in the water with one, um, this one looked like he was going to kick my ass to the curb. Oh, sorry. Kick me to the curb. (laughs) And so... So what I had to do was to really remember that horses, they can feel and sense who we are. They sense our authenticity, you know, with human beings, they can, they talk all sort of shite um, to each other and, and, you know, we, we accept a lot of nonsense and stuff, but with animals, they sense our true being. And mm. I have this amazing synergy with them, and I talk to them, and I cuddle them. And you know what? When you stand in front of them, sometimes I dance, so I'll, I'll move to one side, and then I'll move to the other, and then I'll sing. And the horse moves with me. It's like, oh, my God. And... I, I I very much become a child again around them because there's this love, there's this energy between us, and because I pretty much I pretty much keep myself to myself. You know, I I I said I I walk alone a lot, and I I I really enjoy that. Um, sorry, that's my dog trying to get in. Um, but yeah, the, the and the, and the thing is, it's not just that synergy that I have with them. I also communicate with them and and heal them and help them to. It just helps support them in in what they what's going on within them on an emotional, a spiritual, and a physical level. I can sort of yeah. sense where they've got pain. Um, I get into their innermost places and communicate with them, and then I share that information with their owner so that their owner can do something to help support them or help relieve them from whatever they're experiencing. But it's um, and I love cuddling them. You know, when you when I hold them. And I, and we nuzzle, and it's just like you get me. I know they get me. 
You know, most mm. human beings don't get me, um, but I know animals get me, and um, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. It's yeah, yeah, it's so nice. I think it's very important to know um, where you've come from on the healing front, because actually, you know, having that compassion and having that healing ability, and then moving into fashion, you're sort of looking at what lifts people what inspires people what um helps people grow and it's not Mm -hmm. just from a completely commercial point of view so you know actually being a personal image consultant is is more about i suppose inspiring confidence in people isn't it wouldn't you say that's right it it is It's, it's it's just about saying to people you know okay, you are a unique individual. You don't need to follow the status quo. You know, especially now we've got, we're coming up to Christmas and you've got the parties. You know, most people are going to be out. Maybe I'm generalizing peeps. You can throw your arrows. That's cool. Um, most, most individuals are going to be out in their little short black tight dress. And to be honest, the little short black tight dress doesn't really always look good on you. You know, it's about what can you wear that accentuates everything about you. And, you know, mm. sometimes you can put on something long and flowing, but it's how you rock it from the inside out. And yeah. what I would, what, what my vision is, that I'm not trying to tell people what they should or shouldn't do. That's not what I'm here. But it's to just offer them an insight into, would you like to try this? If you try this, you can, you can become something so much bigger as well. And, mm. and, it, and then it becomes more than just putting on clothes. You know, it becomes an extension of your personality and mm-hmm. it becomes an extension of your creativity and then you see yourself in a different light and it's like, oh my gosh, I never thought I never thought that I could wear that or I never thought that I could this it can make me feel this way. This is how I feel when I dress like XYZ. Yeah, it's very interesting because I was always told I couldn't wear red when I was younger because my hair mm. used to be a lot more gingery than it is now, quite. And, and then when I wore red, I absolutely loved it. I'm like, I love red. This is making me feel incredible, and I don't care if I can't wear red. And people said to me, you look great in red. And I thought, well, mm. you know, all those years of not wearing red. Um, so mm. it just goes to show, really, that our colours people can wear that really suit them, but sometimes they avoid them for various reasons. Maybe somebody said you don't look good in pink or yellow, and it's about you feeling good in it, isn't it? It's about you feeling good in that colour, do you think? It is, and, and, and also it's about, um, I mean, I guess it's about, to, you know, how it, how it complements your complexion. Um, mm. I mean, I, I wear all sorts of colours. I wear green, I wear red, and I wear beiges, and I wear whites, and I wear blacks. I wear all sorts of colours. But it's but also, it's how does the colour really bring out your, your complexion as well? Because, you know, some colours can really make you go ping. And, <laughs> I mean, I'm sort of, I'm sort of, what am I? I'm sort of brownie. Oh, my hair's all sorts of colours at the moment, but it's sort of brownie, gingery, blondie type of thingy, Bobby. And um, when I wear certain colours, it, it enhances me. And, and but there's other colours that make me look like a bit like al, an albino, with all due respect. Sorry, I didn't mean it in that way, but you know what I mean. And so um, it's about playing with colours and and playing. It's just about playing with playing with things, playing with colours, playing with concepts, and playing with even putting two things together that you might not think would go, but then just seeing how it works and mm. just really coming out of that box. I mean, sometimes in the past what I've done, I've worn a black Dr. Martin and a red Dr. Martin, and I'm dressed in black and red, and I've got one black earring and one red earring, and I rocked it, and you, can, you know, and for me, that's just me being expressive. It's not me wanting people to watch me or look at me, because I don't really give a you know, but this is just for me and, and my expression and how I feel. And once you carry that with confidence, that is the main thing. Okay, terrific. Now, Esther, what I want to do is sort of like wrap, wrap this up a little bit now. But what I ask everybody on Natural Co-Creators, is there 
some piece of advice or some special message that you would like to get out there, especially to you know our listeners tonight about the fashion industry, about healing, about anything really to do with your work that you think could inspire other people? Mm. You know, the one thing that keeps coming up for me, because, um, you know, sometimes when, sometimes we may think that this is what we, you know, people want to hear what we want to say, but I'm, I've learned to listen even more to what people are feeding back to me in terms of my work and whatever. And one, the one key thing that keeps coming back to me is that I've taught them to stand in the truth. I had a friend not long ago. He goes, one thing I, I heard, I learned about you, he goes, that I use in my life now is to stand in your truth. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it is, you know. Sometimes you, and sometimes you, if you stand on your own, you stand in your truth. Because you know, most, is, uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, everyone's following fashion and and just being part of something because everybody else is. But when you stand in your truth, you stand in your own unique self. I'm not saying it's easy, because um, sometimes you are standing on your own. But when you stand in your truth, and also. What's in your heart, man? Because, you know, oftentimes we speak things, but our heart is saying something totally different. And the more that we stand in our truth, it's the more the universe is going to open up to our dreams and our desires because it's going to say, you know what? You know, it's almost like, um, well done, my good and faithful servant or whatever that saying is. But more so, the truth sets you free. It really does. It may be painful sometimes to get to that place, but it sets you free. Um, and that's one piece of advice I can share with anyone. Just stand in your truth and speak your truth. And what is the intention? What is the place that that's coming from? And if you're not, you know, as much as you may think that you're hiding whatever you, <coughs> you need to hide, that others can see, there are those who are in, on a real sort of strong conscious level. It will be seen. You know, nothing is hidden. Nothing is hidden. And the only person that you're fooling is yourself. So that's the piece of advice. I will share with big people. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely love it. And if you'd like to hear more from Esther and contact Esther, um, please go to her website, which is www.estheraustinglobal.com. And you can find all your links from there, can't you, Esther? That's right, my dear. Yes, that's, that's absolutely right. Yeah, that's absolutely fabulous. So thank you for being my guest. On natural co-creators today it's absolutely wonderful talking to you and we hope to keep catching up with you and finding out what you're doing in the future all right thank, yeah, you, thank you so much for this jenny thank you very much my dear all the best to you okay take care bye, 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 for now. bye. okay so that was the fantastic esther austin i'm sure you'll admit that's yeah, absolutely incredible interview um, and it's really interesting what she's doing now. And so for now, I'm going to play The Enchanted Forest um, by Ashna. And he's also, um, his music's called The Gift from the album Spirits of Nature um, for our intro music now on Natural Co-Creators. So thank you very much, Ashna, and we hope to have you on the show sooner or later because you know, your music is absolutely wonderful so I'm now just going to play Enchanted Forest and after that I'm going to talk a little bit about my new book and also some other things that are going on that, you know stay tuned okay
Okay, so that's absolutely wonderful. I'm sure you love that too. Very, very enchanting. And um, I think you can also find Ajna at A-J-N-A on Facebook. And um, if you want to experience this wonderful music, which he wrote himself, which is really, really good. Okay, so I'd like to tell you a little bit um, about my new book, um, which came out a few months ago. Um, first of all, the uh, Kindle version was out, and then the actual paperback, um, called Never to be Told. Um, the cover was designed by Lucella, I can't say her name, sorry, apologies, Lucy, Lucella Jane. Um, he's done this fabulous, fabulous cover, and she is also available for any um, book covers and artwork if you're interested. So please go and have a look at it on Amazon.co.uk and Amazon.com. Now, the book is about a single parent called Angela. She's finished with relationships. It's a novel, by the way. Sorry. It's a novel. And she decides to spend time focusing on her family. She then bumps into the fascinating Gareth and feels an instant attraction. But Gareth isn't the romantic man she imagines and his behaviour leaves something to be desired. Um, Angela decides to stay true to herself and soon discovers Gareth's complex family life is more than she bargained for. This is very interesting when she meets Gareth because it is sort of a, um, without giving too much of the book away, a love at first sight situation. And then she realises that she isn't that complicated and Gareth is one um, and she works as a school teacher and after a disturbing incident at the school she decides to take holiday to Turkey to visit an old university friend called Jean Jean's life is good and she's able to manifest anything she wants so there is elements of the law of attraction in this book and about how the character within the book learns how to manifest and it's definitely a feeling of um you know positivity and the need for us to be positive throughout the book um and as she's the character angela begins to do this her faith is restored and the adventure really begins as things become her life changes and she becomes more positive now there's references to um, meditation there's references to mindfulness and how Angela uses this in the book to grow and to change and so although it is a novel it's also very much pointed at real life our relationships and also how we can um, you know change our attitudes through you know, positivity and working with the law of attraction. So you might like to have a look at that. You can read the free intro on Amazon um, and get a feel for what it's about. Um, there's a lot of my books on there. We Hear You Angels and other books, but this is definitely fiction. So I hope you enjoy that. So also going back to the natural co-creators group um on facebook there's a facebook group called natural co-creators which is basically all about the radio show and the natural co-creators community and within the community there's going to be shortly online groups that you can join which are going to be um basically invitations to creative groups so we're going to have media helping each other with media helping each other with how to write kindle books how to self-publish how to do podcasts photographs and what we're going to be doing in natural co-creators media groups is we're going to have that as a skype group so you know you'll be invited if you join natural co-creators community you will be invited to the, you know, the Skype calls um, where you can learn a lot from other people. So it's all about co-creation. It's all about helping each other move forward. 
groups are going to be free and we're going to be expanding our knowledge by connecting with other people who are also very creative. So if you're interested in learning new skills and you want to move forward, then it's great. Join Natural Co-Creators on Facebook. I will be promoting the radio shows and also, you know, any other things that are great. You know, we might do meetups. We're going to do online Skype. So it's going to be lots of things there. Okay. So also anything that you would like to promote in the way of events, I'm happy to put on um, natural co-creators. So if you're a member and you have an event, mind, body, spirit, mind, body, soul event, um, any other type of event, maybe you've got, I don't know, um, a salsa class, anything really, and you want to promote it, if you would like to um, talk about it on your mobile upload it as an mp3 and send it to me then i can actually uh put that on natural co-creators for you so i can put it up on the radio show and promote it so this weekend i'm really excited because um chris cousins has got his events at it's the life arts event um, you can find him on Facebook. You can find his website, Life Arts. Um, and it's in Woodbridge this weekend. So it's at the Woodbridge Community Centre. And it's the 18th and 19th of November this weekend. Now, I've done this event many times. And it's a fabulous, fabulous event. There's going to be all sorts of different people there. So, you know, from readers, astrologers, to, you know, tarot readers, angel card readers, and they're going to be they're going to be there. You know, healers, massage therapists. So get yourself along to this event in Woodbridge. Now I have heard from Chris that there are traffic problems. Okay, so you need to go to uh, Chris Cousins Life Arts page. Um, I think he's sorry, apologies, www.lifearts.co.uk and look up the, the traffic directions to get there because unfortunately at the moment in Suffolk, the roads are proving to be a bit of a nightmare because they keep having road closures, diversions. And I myself went for the two-hour diversion with a friend the other night coming back from a salsa class in Newmarket. So do, you know, look at the, the directions so you can get yourself there because it's going to be a great, great mind, body, spirit event. And also you can have lunch there. The food is always really, really good as well. Okay, so I'm going to be there on Saturday on the stage, uh, not singing. <laughs> everybody would leave so I'm going to be on there on stage and I think Chris is going to be on the stage as well and I'm going to be there with some of my copies of my novel Never To Be Told um, so I'll be signing books for you and also I'm going to have copies of my best-selling book We Hear You Angels so if you're interested in that get yourself along to that event and uh, it'll be wonderful Okay, so I'm going to play another music for you. Um, so I'm going to play um, one of my favourite pieces of music, which is called River by James Radcliffe. This is a very powerful piece of music, and I absolutely love it. And we have had James on Natural Co-Creators. Unfortunately, he's been very, very busy for a long time, but I am hoping to get him back in the near future. So... Just take a listen to this.
Right, that was the fabulous and amazing, I'd say amazing, definitely amazingly incredible James Radcliffe um, with his, I'll call it classic because I think this is the um, the track that he's probably most famous for, um, River, um, absolutely amazing, okay, from his album I, okay, um, so it was wonderful. All right, so I want to talk a little bit about some shows that we've got coming up. So, okay, so very soon we're going to have um, on the 27th, Melissa Day, who, uh, Melissa is an incredible lady. She's been on the Natural Co-Creators show before, and she's going to be talking about her um, hypnotherapy and past life regression, which seems to be a new thing that um, Melissa does. And she works in London as well as in Suffolk. So that would be absolutely incredible to catch up with Melissa. Melissa um, has all sorts of things to talk about. So in the past, she's she's been talking about various things, which are, just to be quite honest, that are too numerous to mention here and now. But we'd maybe be able to sort of ask Melissa if she can just go over the things, the other things that she's involved in as well on the natural co-creators. And also we have a friend of mine who will be coming on as well. Um, on, I think it's the 4th, uh, not sure, but I'll be promoting that one, the 4th of December, but it's the Monday. Let's just get this right. So dates of me and remembering them. Yeah, the 4th of December Katie LeMay, who has written that absolutely fabulous book as well. So the other plan is to have authors every other week. So if you are an author and you'd like to be on the Natural Co-Creator Show, please join the Facebook page and get in touch with me. I'm happy to do a 20-minute, 30-minute interview with you promoting your book. So you can come on and promote your book. So it'll be uh, absolutely fabulous. So that's really good. So we're going to have authors every other week. We're going to have musicians, um, artists, any other fellow co-creators in between. And I'm actually a bit short of music now. So if you are a musician and you come on the show, um, if you could send me some of your music as well that I can play and then I can also promote you um, by playing your music for my other shows as well. So it gives me, not only gives me more music, but it also continuously promotes your music, which is really, really good. Now, okay, so we've talked about um, me being at the Woodbridge Mind Spirit event this weekend. We've spoken to Esther Austin, and I've told you about Melissa and also everything else that's coming up. So I think we're going to leave it here for tonight. So I look forward to speaking to you soon, catching up with you soon. And I'd just love to wish you good morning, good evening, good night, wherever you are. Enjoy yourself. That's amazing. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Play Out with the Gift by Ashna.